0: This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the song of songs, which is Solomon's. Oh, what a Christmas present we get to talk about for Jesus (laughs) today. In the seventh verse, we're continuing on sort of taking a Sabbath on the idea of the seventh verse, which makes sense. (laughs) And it's so much as it's like, man, you know, what do we give Jesus this Christmas? You know, like, I mean, he has everything. It's hard to buy for him. (laughs) Well, this, you know, I, I, the Holy spirit took me right smack dab into this verse again today because clearly I had missed the, the end of it. I talked about the beauty of it and the water and the fire and all that, and that was wonderful, but, oh, my goodness, the end of it has everything to do with um, what the whole book is about, love. And, and so let's dive into that, and then I'll explain, like, man, I see all of 1 Corinthians 13 just here in a few words. <laughs> and not only that, but God gave me a serious breakthrough this morning, another Christmas present for me of understanding something that, that I get to share with you again today. So again, the verse in English reads, Many waters cannot quench love, neither can it floods drown it. If a man would give all the substance of his house for love, it would be utterly contemned, As the way it reads in English. But um, as we were talking about, we talked about the floods and love, and this love, again, is the Ahab love, which is, it's really best explained with the, with the way that Jesus loves his father. And I mean that, that aha is this idea of the father and the son. So the way Jesus loves his father and the way the father loves Jesus. In other words, this is, this is love expressed in so many different ways by looking at how Jesus and his father love each other and, and, and the service that they do for each other, et cetera, et cetera. But mostly that the son, (laughs) Is a reflection of the Father, not the other way around, and so that becomes significant when you look at the end. and And this is where God just opened up this whole thing to me because what what He did, and this is why the Holy Spirit kind of grabbed me. That word "contemned" is just a strange word. I, I I honestly didn't know what the English definition of it was, but I went and looked. You know, in Hebrew, what is He actually saying? And I realized that what he'd done is actually repeated the same word twice, which essentially to say it in Hebrew probably is buzz. <laughs> but so it says if a man would give everything that he had, and I mean literally everything that he had his power is powers, money, everything that he had for love, it would be essentially despised. It's, it's hard to get this word without just explaining it in Hebrew. Okay. So, the idea of it has everything to do with, with the letter Zion and the fact that it's the Zion first, and, and it has everything to do with Shabbat and love, and oh my goodness, all comes together in this one word, um, which really just gave me such an understanding in so many different ways. So it starts with a bet, which usually means the house or the sun, and then a vav, and then a Zion. And again, that last letter being Zion and so one of my biggest confusions has been for years in understanding the Hebrew language is how can these unbelievably beautiful letters that each one are Jesus, how can they mean terribly negative things? Like, in this case, despised or, you know, hated. Um, well, how could this, how could, you know, something that would be, you know, the son or the house of God and, and, and the idea of uh, this male energy coming down in the Zion, how could these be? Bad things. How could this be, <laughs> you know, this, this is despised. And then all of a sudden it hit me. If, if you really go through and look at these letters one by one, and I hope you'll, you'll, you'll take some time to consider this with me because it's really a treasure that the problem with the letters in this negative word is they're out of order. In other words, God has a way that things are to be done and when you don't do it that way, it really is despicable and so you're going to see how despicable this word really is not because the letters aren't beautiful, they absolutely are, but they're out of order. so here we have the house or the, you know essentially your household you know is is in a continuation of reflecting. You, in other words, you're reflect, you're sending back a reflection. A Zion is an idea of sending back a reflection. What is he reflecting in this case? Your own house. In other words, it's a beautiful thing to reflect the Father or for the Son to reflect the Father, but it's a horrible thing for us. To reflect how, in other words, this is photobombing Jesus. We're, we're taking the glory for ourselves here, and that's despicable. And not only is it despicable if you did it once, but here Solomon repeats it twice just to get my attention. <laughs> like, he says, it's despicable, despicable. Like, look what you're doing. You're taking God's glory, and, and, and you're mixing it up. You're missing the beauty of what 1 Corinthians really is and, and uh, 1 Corinthians 13 because— Right. It, it, it even says this, you know, if I do all this without love, I'm a resounding gong and a symbol. In other words, I'm, I'm out of order. Right. And then he goes on to tell you that love is, you know, patient, love is kind. It doesn't boast, et cetera, et cetera. But, and, and then at the end, which I'll just, you know, read it is probably a better way to put it because the way Paul put it is unbelievable. He says, but when that, which is perfect is come." then that which is in part shall be done away. In other words, you know, the problem, what we have is we're just not perfect <laughs> we're getting there. Jesus did a lot so that we can begin that process. But it says, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. I understood like a child. I thought like a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. In other words, children are very, very selfish. And that's the idea of this being utterly condemned. It's all about me. You know, if, 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 if I'm reflecting me, then how horrible is that? And, and if I'm doing all this stuff, you know, that the, 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 there's no way that if I wouldn't trade everything I have for love, right, to see what it is that Jesus did for his father as he went to the cross, and I'm, I'm missing out on the most important thing in life. <laughs> and so, you know, what Solomon is pointing out here is if sh- Shalom, um, or I should say Shabbat, has to do with reflecting God's love back to him. In other words, sitting there and thinking about all the amazing things he did through you for you through the week or or the things that he's done in his word. In other words, the bride, it's interesting, when the Jews celebrate Shabbat, they say the bride has come because it's his female action energy reflecting the Father and the Son's love. That's what that's what Shabbat is, is that we're reflecting back You know, all this goodness, not our own goodness. And so, you know, a child, you know, is always thinking about themselves. But as we become a man, we quit thinking about ourselves because we we begin to see, you know, the real love came from where? I mean, obviously, the father's love for the son and vice versa coming back, reflecting him. And so as we have this opportunity at Christmas, right, to think, what can we give Jesus? Well, we can truly be his bride and reflect his love, not only in what we think, and which has everything to do with Shabbat, but also in our actions that they'll reflect him as well. You know, what a Christmas present that will be for Jesus. And I know that I struggle with this every single day, that how often am I photobombing Jesus, that I'm, I'm thinking about myself, rather than love, which is that self-sacrificing thing is just out of order. So as you think about this whole idea of out of order out of order like man what an opportunity to get it in the right order today at least to get a reminder call that our idea here is is to reflect on what God has really done for us in all that we say and do thank you so much for listening